13 past 7 and there's a great choice of song it's uh, the JSB crew choice to make our Sunday morning of course it is Harry Styles and as it was get those songs coming in fast and furious I, I see Colin I see a couple of others already you are sending in your choices driver as well so let's see what is coming up so a couple of years back I had the opportunity to go to Acorn Hook in Mpumalanga, there is a project that runs there called the Chamber Foundation. And it's really a way that doctors and uh, people who work in the medical profession can volunteer and they get to stay in a really beautiful place and then they volunteer and go and work at the Tinswalo Hospital in very rural Acorn Hook in Mpumalanga. Of course, now we are looking and wanting to find out how they're going, where it's happening Uh, What is being done with the women's clinic that is also there as well? Professor John Deere is the medical director and a volunteer at the foundation. Prof Deere, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks so much, Michelle, and nice to hear your voice again. It's time we saw you in person down here. Yeah, it was an extraordinary experience. Uh, I think we often forget the challenges that so many hospitals have in very, very uh, rural areas. First of all, for our listeners, just just tell us about the Chamber Foundation again, the work that you do, but also the space that you provide for volunteers. Thanks, Michelle. Uh, I think you covered the the key focus, which is recruiting volunteers. We recruit health professional volunteers from around the world to come and work at Sonswalo, which is a government hospital, and the the surrounding clinics. We also work with some of the not-for-profit organizations in the area. And then, as an incentive, we ensure that after hours, our volunteers are wonderfully comfortable. They stay in a beautiful lodge, which is self-catering. They've had to cover all their costs in traveling to get here, giving up time at work and stuff. And so we pamper them a little bit with a lodge, which is in a big five area. It's close to Tinswalo, and they've managed to be able to heal themselves while during the day they're healing others. You know, Prof, one of the things that obviously creates a challenge, and I think we spoke about this last time, is obviously you can't just swan in as a volunteer and uh, move, you know, there are hospital workers, doctors, nurses, etc., who are there on a daily basis. What kind of work would the volunteers offer and how do they support? I think it's a very important question and you raise a very sensitive area. Often we get people who are experts in their field and expect to be regarded as such. They come here and they're no longer experts in their field because yeah. they're out of their comfortable space. And we are very clear. Our policy and philosophy is that we are here to augment, to support, and to help. We are not here to take over, to instruct. And it's been quite an, an intriguing journey building this close relationship between hospital staff and ourselves. Yeah. And it really has grown into an enormously rewarding relationship where we try to respond to their needs as best we can. If they identify a particular health professional uh, sort of gap in their resources, we then actively go out to recruit that sort of special speciality 
to come and work here. So let's look at Cervical Cancer Awareness Month. Um, it has run all the way through September. Um, whew, we are at the end of September now as well. And there is obviously never enough access to medical checkups uh, in outlying communities. Talk to us about what the volunteers are doing at this point so that women can get the treatment they deserve. Okay. I think, again, just to emphasize, this is a partnership with the hospital. So it's not that we're bringing in our volunteers to do something extra. We're bringing in our volunteers to allow the hospital to do what they should be doing and to allow the clinics to do. And I think, so in that way, what we've done is we've actually said, over and above our eye project, which is another, the cataract surgery project, which is a flagship project, we've developed a women's health services a support program, and that is being led by Nic- Nicole, Do- uh, Dr. Nicole Fiolet, who is a Dutch volunteer who has been out for so long that she's now a Temba staff member. And she's working with the obstetrics team in the hospital and with the HIV AIDS clinic team in the hospital is building a much more resilient and strong and accessible service, particularly targeting the younger women. Yeah. So, Prof, dear, if we had to say, how do we support, celebrate, but most importantly support the women who are nurses, the doctors, the men and women who are doctors as well? Uh, how do we support them in what kind of ways? And specifically looking at the Tinsualo Hospital, is using that as our example, but all around the country, how do we support them? I think th- there are a number of ways. You know, technology has moved very fast. Yeah. And I think one of the things that we are emphasizing is that one of the reasons there is such a burden of gynecological disease and particularly cervical cancer in our rural hospitals is because health education has been underdeveloped and it's there, you know, it's there in all the policy statements. But to get access to schools, there's a lot of cultural resistance, which is completely understandable, to be able to actually discuss frankly with girls and boys who, you know, the boys think it's the funniest thing in the world when they're having a sex education lesson. The girls are much more interested. But on the other hand, to only educate the girls and let the guys, you know, get away without understanding it, it requires time. And education syllabi are are a problem. And it's a case of doing that. So we're very strong on prevention because cervical cancer is a disease which is almost entirely preventable. And the tragedy is that there is, as we all know, particularly following COVID, a resistance to vaccines generally. And we prevent cervical cancer by using a vaccine against the human papilloma virus, which yeah. is the HPV vaccine. Prof. So, John Deere, I want yeah. to say thank you too. We need to go to a break, but uh, thank you so much for making the time. He's the medical director and volunteer at the Timber Foundation. Uh, try and find out more about it, guys. It is a fascinating project where you are able to volunteer. It's a medical volunteer program in order to support the medical professionals who are at the hospital, the Tinsualo Hospital in Acornhook and Pumalanga. 
And it is probably one of the most fascinating projects that I've had the opportunity to go and look at. And once again, big shout out to all those medical professionals who either volunteer or who are working there full time as well. 721.